We're going to start this press conference, and uh, I'm Annie Chung, and I'm self-help for the elderly. And Lady Shaw Senior Housing is one of our project built and opened in 1990. So upstairs, there's 85 seniors that live here, uh, Mayor David and Brooks, and they're very, very happy. So some of them came down this morning and be with this press conference because we know that you have a very important announcement to make. So welcome to self-help and welcome to the Lady Shaw Senior Housing. So I just want to take this opportunity to thank Mayor and then to thank you know all of our elected officials for supporting the seniors during the pandemic. And you know that self-help is very, very concerned about our senior safety. So when Mayor, when you announce you know, all these attacks on the Asian community and what, what does self-help for the elderly need in order to really protect our seniors, I remember that we were uh, at Portsmouth Square and I asked the Mayor to uh, please uh, just give us $30,000 so we could jumpstart a senior escort project. And Mayor did. Ivy, almost overnight, committed the money to us. We hired two senior escort people to start bringing the seniors to doctor's appointment, to the banks, you know, just to come out for, for, for some fresh air. Mayor, thank you so much for supporting this project. From May of 21, when we started the program, to January 19th, uh, my staff have now served 1,437 seniors. Yes. And they totally brought out 19,655 escorts. So we know that this is a very necessary service and really from the bottom of our hearts, thank you, Mayor. Thank yeah. you. So at this time, I'm gonna turn the program back to David Chiu, our city attorney. Thank you very much for all of our guests to attend today's press conference. Can we give a hand to Annie Chung? Annie, thank you for everything you're doing. It's also so great to have our seniors with us today and just want to take a moment and thank Self-Help for everything you're doing to take care of our families, our seniors, and to protect them. I want to thank everyone for gathering today for today's announcement about how our city responds to hate crimes. As we all know, in recent years, there have been too many communities that reflect the diversity of the world who have experienced hate and violence. And we know that this has been particularly true for our API communities. With Lunar New Year upon us, we need to remain ever vigilant about anti-Asian violence. This coming Saturday, we mark the two-year anniversary of the brutal death of Grandpa Vicha. Last week, as we all saw on video, in an eerily similar attack involving an Asian elderly man who was walking with a cane south of Market in the morning visiting his daughter's home, who was brutally pushed to the ground. Also last week, a few days after Chinatown's newest arts and cultural community center was open, CMAC's edge on the square was defaced. And a few weeks ago, an elderly Asian woman was kicked in the stomach while boarding a Muni bus. The violence against our communities still persist. Now, San Francisco has seen a decrease in reported hate incidents during this past year. But we're here today because we know our work is not done. We know we need to come together to ensure that everyone in our communities are safe. And we need to make sure the community understands all that we are doing together 
between our city, city agencies, our community organizations to keep us safe, particularly during this Lunar New Year. Today's announcement builds on work by everyone here to address what has been an incredible spike of hate-motivated violence that started at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, fueled by racist and xenophobic rhetoric and behavior by national leaders. I want to start by thanking many community-based organizations that have been doing critical work on the ground. From self-help and CYC, Chinese newcomers, the Chinese Six Companies, Asian Law Caucus, Apilo, CCDC, and of course, the API Council, CAA, Stop AAPI Hate, as well as a new generation of great organizations, including Asians Are Strong, Stand With Asians, and Dear Community. These organizations have worked very hard with our city leaders to increase services to victims and identify gaps in our city's response to hate crimes. This topic was also the focus of a lawsuit filed against our city last year, Lay versus City and County of San Francisco, which sought to ensure victims are adequately served and procedures instituted to protect our community. I want to thank the Alliance for Asian American Justice and my deputy city attorneys, particularly Jennifer Choi, for working to resolve this case. I also want to recognize Mr. Lay, who is with us today. Today's announcement stems out of all of these conversations. The three public officials who are going to be speaking each head up an office or administration that have worked closely this past year in conversations with my office on how we can initiate programs, how we can bolster resources, and how we can better coordinate responses by our city agencies and community-based organizations to hate incidents. And so without further ado, I'm going to recognize and ask to come to the podium someone who needs no introduction, but I will say this. When I was in the legislature, during that spike of anti-Asian violence, before I had any idea that I was about to become your city attorney, for the better part of two years, almost every time we spoke, this woman asked me, David, what more is San Francisco and California going to do around anti-Asian hate? And she is, of course, the 45th mayor of our great city, Mayor London Breed. Thank you, David Chu, and thank you so much for your work and your advocacy on this issue and working in partnership with my office, the district attorney's office, and the San Francisco Police Department. You know, when you see these incidents occur on video, I know that in many communities, not just our Asian community, it really hurts and it touches people's hearts and souls in a completely different way. As David mentioned, there are a lot of Asian organizations that have really stepped up and done some extraordinary work, but I want to also acknowledge the cross-cultural relationship that continues to help bridge that gap and bring communities together. And we have Street Violence Intervention Program, SVIP here, which has been really instrumental in helping to deal with a lot of the violence in the city, especially challenges around retaliation, and so we appreciate their work with Sarah Wan and CYC and how they've come together to be the eyes and ears and ambassadors on the streets to take care of our seniors no matter what their race is. So thank you to SVIP. Thank you, Roberto Hernandez, as well, for being here from the mission and demonstrating your love and support for this community because what we say in San Francisco is you come for one of us, you come for all of us. And we're going to band together to make sure 
that we support communities no matter what the issue is, and especially involving our seniors. You know, it's been very unfortunate that over the years there was such a disconnect for victim services. In fact, you know, we saw that a lot of other people's rights were being honored more so than the people who were actually impacted by the violence that occurred against them. And I understand there needs to be balance and fairness and justice in our criminal justice system. But victims should not continue to be re-traumatized over and over again. Go to this department, go to this nonprofit, go to this person. Who is here to advocate for them? Who is here to hold people's hands and to help them through some of the most challenging time, whether someone is a victim of a violent crime, sexual assault, domestic violence, gun violence? And I really want to take a moment, she's not here, but really acknowledge the work of Lynn Wesley, who has been really putting her heart and soul on the line to help victims on a regular basis. There are so many different departments, so many agencies. And part of what we are here today is to say, we are working together so that we collaborate to provide a better streamlining process so that when a victim is in need of services, they get the services they need. They get the support they need. They get the nonprofit that's appropriate for the issue that occurs. Now, many of the voters approved Proposition D Supervisor Catherine Stephanie spearheaded to uh, the initiative to create a Department of Victim Services. And our goal is to make sure that we are speaking with one voice to address these challenges. That we are working collaboratively, not pointing the finger, but working collaboratively with the district attorney's office and the police department so that we can really focus our time and attention on listening to what the victims are dealing with and to be aggressive advocates to fight for them. And that's what this is about. But also, we have to think about more creative ways and programs that are gonna help support people. Annie Chung just talked about the escort program, a, a really small dollar amount just to provide someone who can be with a senior to run their basic errands that they run every day, picking up their medicine, grocery shopping, or anything they want to do and having someone so that they can feel safe. But some of the other programs we've provided are education classes around banking because we want to make sure that people feel that they don't just have to carry cash with them. And so looking at solutions to help address, you know, challenges of that nature. Also, providing vouchers so that if people don't necessarily feel safe on one mode of transportation versus another, that they have alternative modes of transportation so that they can get around the city. So we are investing in various programs, and so many of the great nonprofits that we work with to deliver those services are the ones with boots on the ground, not with just paid staff. There are so many amazing volunteers who have stepped up to provide support to so many of our seniors in San Francisco who don't feel safe. And also, I want to express my appreciation to the San Francisco Police Department and those who continue to put themselves on the line to be proactive, to be engaged with the community, to know the community, and to work with community-based organizations so that we prevent crime in the first place. But when a crime happens, they are really on the front line addressing these challenges and trying to make sure 
that the victims of these crimes get the justice that they deserve so that it doesn't continue to happen to other people. So there are a lot of different pieces to this puzzle, but what you should walk away with today is that our different agencies who support not only criminal justice reform, who support pushing to prevent crimes in the first place, but we also support that after those lines are crossed that there is a coordinated response to get to the bottom of the situation so that people are held accountable and victims feel as though justice was served and they get the supportive services they need to feel safe in San Francisco. That is the goal, that is why I'm excited to be here today and I wanna thank all of you for your support of this community. After what we saw um, on television, what's happened in Monterey Park, what's happened in Half Moon Bay, it has definitely rocked this community here in San Francisco, our Asian community to the core. And as we especially come into the year of the rabbit, which represents kindness and mercy, we need that now more than ever to really make a difference in our communities. And the leadership of this city is de definitely committed to doing just that. I wanna wish all of you a happy Lunar New Year because yes, this is a challenging topic and yes, we gotta continue to be vigilant and provide the services and support we need, but we also will not let it take away from celebrating this extraordinary community during Lunar New Year. Jok Dai Ga, Sun Tai Ging Hong, Sunny Fai Lok, Ping Ping Ong Ong Gong Hei Fat Choi. Thank you all so much for being here today. And with that, I wanna turn it over to our district attorney, Brooke Jenkins. Good morning, everyone. I'm gonna give this fire engine a chance uh, to pull up here. I am here today because the city decided that we needed to come together as leaders, as agencies involved in making sure that our residents are taken care of to develop a coordinated response when a crime occurs, particularly the types of crimes that we've been seeing that have been targeted towards the Asian community in San Francisco. We stand today in solidarity with the AAPI community that has been hurt and deeply impacted by Asian hate and other forms of violence that have targeted this community. None of us, regardless of race or age, has wanted to see the videos that the mayor mentioned of particularly our Asian elders being attacked violently on the street to hear the stories over and over again that they no longer feel safe going to the grocery store, riding the bus to Chinatown to run errands or to even go to medical appointments. I wanna start off by thanking Annie Chung as well as the other community partners for being here today and for being willing to work with us uh, on this key issue. I also want to express appreciation to those who are standing up here with me today. Mayor Breed, of course, for leading this charge, City Attorney David Chu, as well as Chief Scott. Each of us, I know, are committed to working together to ensure that our AAPI community members are safe and that their businesses are protected. We all know that, again, over the last two and a half to three years, we have had significant, attack, significant attacks on this community.
And we all realize that we still have a long way to go after seeing the recent events in Monterey Park and in Half Moon Bay. We must use these unfortunate events as an opportunity to work together to alleviate fears and to show our support when violence occurs, especially in incidents where hate was the, was the reason. I want to assure our AAPI community members in San Francisco and throughout the Bay Area that the San Francisco DA's office takes crimes against Asian Americans very seri seriously and that hate crimes in this city will not be tolerated. I previously worked as the hate crimes prosecutor here in San Francisco. And I know specifically the impact that those crimes have on our victims and on the overall community when something like that happens. I also deeply believe that those perpetrators of hate crimes have to be held to answer for those crimes. Since taking over as your district attorney, I have started a new unit focusing on vulnerable victims, including elders, that also handles hate crimes. This team of attorneys and support staff will prosecute hate crimes where evidence supports it and make sure that we are doing more for the elderly community in San Francisco that has become the target of these violent acts. I am proud to announce today that my Victim Services Division has crafted an information flyer that consolidates resources and information for hate crimes victims. This form will be translated into different languages and our goal is that this flyer will inform residents of how my office can assist with filing a police report, provide support during the court process, and link victims with community organizations and counseling services after something happens. Additionally, the Victim Services Division within the DA's office has established a new process of collaboration with community-based partners in relation to AAPI hate crimes. It, we all know that this is a city of tremendous resources and that we have community-based organizations all over this city who are dedicated to the mission of serving our residents. But what we had to do was to make sure that we were coordinating our efforts, that we were aligning with this mission of providing services to victims in a way that was more efficient and less onerous and burdensome to the victims of crime. This reimagined partnership will ensure victims of crime receive a rapid response and coordinated services from my office. We must continue to uplift voices within our AAPI community to better understand their lived experiences and take their stories into account when we are drafting policy and creating new programs and services. While it's great that our city and honorable that our city came together to make sure that we had escort services and all sorts of things in order to prevent attacks on our elderly community, I will not become complacent or satisfied with the fact that we have an elderly community that feels that it has to have an escort service to go to the bank or to go to a doctor's appointment. We as law enforcement and as a city are dedicated to making sure that we get to the point where that is no longer the case. Where no matter what you look like or what community you live in, you can walk outside your door and feel safe. I also want to announce today that as a part of this effort, we are partnering uh, with the mayor's office, with city attorney Chu and the police de de department to create a citywide summit that we will host in the coming months to focus on 
providing more information around what hate crimes are, how to report them, and what services are available to victims so that our community has more information in the event that something happens, but also that we work together to continue to prevent these crimes from happening and that we work on unifying cross-culturally so that we can stop these crimes from happening. The district attorney's office is fortunate to have such great relationships and such great partners. And it is my priority that we continue to work closely with each and every person that is responsible for serving victims of crime so that we can continue to move the ball forward. I too want to recognize the violence, as I said, that tragically resulted in the loss of lives in Monterey Park, recently in Oakland, and in Half Moon Bay. Roberto Hernandez is here, who is a tremendous community stakeholder and organizer and has been essential to bringing together the Latino and Asian communities to support one another. Because as we know, uh, it was both Asian lives and Latino lives that were lost uh, amongst those farm workers in Half Moon Bay. And so I do want to thank him for being here today and for doing that great work. Thank you. And I'll turn it over to Chief Scott. Good morning. Thank you, DA Jenkins. Good morning, everybody. Um, I'll just start where DA Jenkins left off and first start with expressing my deepest condolences to all the victims, families, and everybody that was impacted by the mass shootings in Half Moon Bay, Monterey Park, and in Oakland. As we know, these types of incidents really, really shake us to our core. And the basis of many of these incidents are rooted in hate. It's, it's quite simple. They are rooted in hate. So it was really tragic to start what should be such a great and festive time with the new year and the lunar new year with tragedies of this magnitude. But as we always have to do, we have to look at each other and band together and pick up the pieces and move forward. And that's what this is about. This is about how we do that as a community. All of us in the San Francisco Police Department value our longstanding community partnerships and nowhere is that more true than here in Chinatown. Through this time of year for celebration, I'm here to talk about something that is extremely serious and also want to say a few words about what the San Francisco Police Department is doing to strengthen our bond with the Asian community and what we're doing to help you if you are the victim of a crime. And more importantly, how to prevent the crime from happening in the first place. Our officers, and many of them are here to my right, work diligently to address and combat crimes against the Asian community. And I want to thank everyone here, and I think we know that the SFPD cannot do it alone. In fact, we are stronger together with people like the leaders standing here to my left and to my right under the leadership of our mayor, London Breed. We have to be together and work in collaboration to address the many challenges that face our city. Bias and hate have no place in our community. It betrays the values that this city cherishes and it goes against the many things that the Lunar New Year holiday is all about. As it's been stated by every speaker to this point, we did see a decrease in hate crimes against the Asian community uh, 2022 over 2021. As a matter of fact, a pretty significant decrease. But we are and will never be satisfied with just a decrease. We cannot be satisfied until we eliminate these types of crimes. And that is a daunting task. 
Now, what you heard from Mayor Reed, the City Attorney Chu, and DA Jenkins, the many things that they introduced are all, in my opinion, threads to the very fabric of community. And when I look to my right and I see all the many community members who are not from the Chinatown community, but always are here for not only this community, but every community around this city when we have to come together. That is what community is all about because we are here to protect not only our elders who are sitting to my left, but the people that have worked so hard to make Chinatown what it is today, which is a iconic, an iconic treasure that this city has offered to the world, and we want to keep it that way. The first step in building these bonds is communications. And in that regard, the San Francisco Police Department has over 500 bilingual officers. That includes over 100 Cantonese-speaking officers, under tw over 20 Mandarin-speaking officers, and 20 Tagalog-speaking officers. In 2020, under the urging and leadership of Mayor, Mayor Reed, we stood up our community liaison unit. And I know a lot has been said today about how important it is to offer and coordinate services to our victims and their families when they are uh, subject to hate-related crimes or any serious crimes for that matter. But under the mayor's leadership, we stood up a unit in 2020 that has really added value to that process. We work with our district attorney and her team to make sure that when services are appropriate, we collaborate and get people the guidance they need to, to get to those services. And that has been a huge value add to this process that is very daunting when somebody has been victimized. It is the goal of our community liaison unit to foster relationships between this police department and historically underserved people in our community, people that have been historically marginalized. And many of those individuals, those people, are from limited English proficiency communities. Now our CLU officers, they coordinate with Investigations Bureau to provide support, outreach, especially on prejudice-based incidents, hate crimes and serious life-threatening incidents of violence against members of these communities. They have done a tremendous job. And we have weathered a tremendous staffing crisis to keep this unit intact. And our commitment to you, no matter what our staffing is, we will have a community liaison unit in the San Francisco Police Department because that is a priority to us because we know it is a priority to, to you all as our community members that we serve. Our investigations unit, um, Special Investigations Division is the entity that's responsible for the investigations of hate crimes, and they've done that for many, many years. These investigators have specialized training and focus primarily on the investigation of prejudice-based incidents. We track all prejudice-based incidents, and I'm going to take a second to ask for everyone's cooperation to please report these types and any types of crimes when they occur, because that is how we get to a better place. And sometimes things happen that are hate-fueled that may not amount to the elements of a hate crime. We are still asking you to report them, because the basis of the hate crime and the root of a hate crime usually starts with something lesser. And if we can track those types of incidents, even if they don't amount to a crime, and if we can attach a name to them, we can give our district attorney and her team, if a case gets prosecuted, sometimes better ammunition to actually charge hate crime offenses. So please, it's really important that you report those crimes. Um, a way to do that is to call our tip line. We facilitate these, this tip line in nine languages, and although witness to, witnesses to imp 
progress crimes are always encouraged to call 911 and report what you see immediately. If it's non-emergency or if you think you have a clue that leads to the solving of a crime, please call that number, 575-4444. Lastly, I'm gonna speak about two other things that are really, really important, and the mayor talked to one of them, and that's the many ambassador programs in this city. The mayor has made significant investments. And yes, it is a shame that we have to escort people to the bank. But where the blessing is, is that this city has the will and the resources to make that happen because we do believe that that makes a difference. Many of our most vulnerable members of our community are attacked when they're just doing daily activity, activities of life, like going to the bank uh, to get money. And we wanna make sure that that's done in a safe way and that the resources are available to make that happen. Now, the police department also has its own set of community uh, ambassadors. These are retired San Francisco police officers who have police radios who have been trained through their long and illustrious careers to know what to do when they see whatever it is that they're seeing. And they work directly with our patrol officers to make sure that we respond to incidents uh, as they occur. And that has been a tremendous resource. And I wanna thank the mayor again and everybody who's been a part of making that happen. Lastly is our presence in this community. After the shooting in Monterey Park, I know Assistant Chief Lazar, Deputy Chief Rob O'Sullivan, uh, the captain here, Acting Captain Farmer, immediately put a plan in action to increase the presence in this community with police officers. The difficulty is sustaining that type of increase in presence, but we are committed to do whatever we can to do that. It's something that the mayor has talked about over and over again, and we know we are facing staffing crises, but we are making whatever modifications we can to make sure that this community sees police officers, particularly in Chinatown. Those footbeat officers do a tremendous job. They know the community. They know um, that people trust them. Oftentimes, people rather call them directly than call 911, which I don't advise that, but if that's the way you communicate, we'll take it because they have built those relationships and that trust is really important. So those officers, some of them who are here, and Captain Former will continue to support this community and they have my and the command staff's backing as well as the unyielding support of our mayor. And you will continue to see presence in this community. Footbeats are community uh, events that have been historically well attended by members of the community, like Chinatown, Chinatown Night, Night Out, our Easter egg hunt, uh, toy giveaways and the like. Those are events that help us come together before there's a crisis. And because we do that, we're better able to handle a crisis when they happen. So I wanna end by saying thank you to everyone here in attendance. Thank you to our many community members from all over the city. And again, uh, for the mayor's leadership. Together, we can make this happen and we can make this better. And that is our commitment from the San Francisco Police Department. So I will turn it back over to our city attorney, uh, David Chu, to close this out. Thank you. Thank you, Chief. I have just a couple of closing comments. First of all, of course, I want to again thank our great mayor, our police chief, our district attorney for their commitment, because what we have done in recent months is ensure that all of the services, all the programs that are geared in this area, that they're aligned, that they're connected, uh, putting protocols together, process together to make sure we're working together as a city, and in particular, we're working together with community. The second thing I want to say is, while today is obviously focused on the issues that we've been grappling with in the API community, what 
we are doing is building the infrastructure to make sure that we are safer as a city to protect all of our communities because we know that hate crimes and hate incidents impact us whether you are black, whether you are Latinx, whether you are LGBT, a woman, Jewish, etc. And there is more that we have had to do and in part that is what today is about. Third thing I will say is uh, obviously the work that has been put in today would not have been done not just because of the leaders here but because of amazing staff and I want to just take a moment and thank from the mayor's office Ivy Lee, uh, Mayor Breed's uh, criminal justice public policy advisor, I want to thank Mason Lee. Uh, from the San Francisco Police Department, I want to thank Assistant Chief David Lazar, Commander Julian Eng, and your command staff for your dedication. In the DA's office, I think I see Monifa Willis, who is your new head of victim services here. I also want to thank your leadership team, Anna Gonzalez, Nancy Tung. Um, and let me also say this. This has been in the works for quite some time, certainly predating the horrific incidents that occurred outside of our city during this past week. And everyone here, we not only, our hearts bleed for those family members and communities in Monterey Park, in Half Moon Bay, in Oakland. But our hope, the work that we are doing here will hopefully be a model in how we address violence, how we take care of our victims, how we think about addressing the mental health of our communities uh, to make sure that we are safe moving forward. So with that, I want to just thank all of you for coming today. I know a number of our officials have to leave very quickly, so what I would suggest for the press, if you have any particular questions for any of the officials, please just grab us on the way out. But until then, Happy New Year, Happy Lunar New Year, and please stay safe. Thank you very much.